podcasts are so fucking doomed. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's record this podcast. The medium of the <laughs> That's future. That's how the podcast. <laughs> It's September 18th, 2013. This is Idle Thumbs 124. You are correct. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Jake Rodkin. I'm Sean Vanneman. And I'm Nick Brecken. <gasps> oh my god, Nick Brecken is back! Oh, special guest. No. Hey. No, you're not a special guest. You're, yeah. not, a special. Original, you're not a special, special, special original, guest. Yeah, original man. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's good. What did I miss? Podcasts. Amazing oh. podcasts. Video games. Cool. We had that third Kickstarter Life. where like, um, no one backed it. No. <laughs> too bad. People made all these sorts of unreasonable requests. Did they back our second podcast? Our second podcast. Uh, I mean, our second, you mean our, our Indiegogo? Right. Yeah, that was an Indiegogo. Keep all oh, the money okay. no matter how much we raise things. Oh, that was just a kangaroo jack. Seven dollars. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Bought that pickle plate earlier. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, have you guys been playing any video games while I've been gone? I don't know. I played an, I used an Oculus Rift while I was gone. So, you got Okay. That's cool. Step one. Yeah, Oculus Rift report from Nick Brecken. Yeah, have you guys used an Oculus Rift? Am Never. I, I used it. We ha- the only weirdly the only context <laughs> in which I've used it is a couple months ago at Double Fine. We had sort of a mini Oculus game jam mm. where just people from Double Fine made Oculus games. Yeah, that's the only time I've used one. That was it was cool. So I but I haven't played any like other ones. Other people might have played. I downloaded know? the thing that you love. Uh, I don't know what that, that is. You, like it's so I I, I you know I did was like, it ah reckless disregard for gravity because um no oh. is that game uh, on, that on Oculus oh yeah. good that yeah, would be a, good there is a, there is a version that would be that. bonkers that would be terrifying yeah um <laughs> that's no, so weird that. too because it I'm oh, sorry go ahead Jake what? oh no that would especially be weird if you sorry I'm going to distract your Oculus no, it's thing fine. to talk about yeah, a yeah. YouTube video of an Oculus Rift thing yeah. that I saw but someone had a like fantastical skydiving simulator that they built with the Rift where they put you. In a harness, like a rope scores harness, and hung you four feet off the ground, and then just project or just blast oh no, blast your yeah, face yeah, yeah. with a fan. So playing a uh, reckless disregard for gravity while suspended above the ground <laughs> with air blasting into your face would be a good video game. You can DIY yeah. that. You can just get four like well, you know, Phillips enormous fans. Phillips and kept it on your office chair table and yeah, blast just, your face. Uh-huh. Nick, do you remember for years when Phillips was trying to sell that Ambix thing where they yes. was like lights yeah. and fans and stuff that developers could like. There's an SDK developers could use to, you know, like when you're going at speed, it would like blow air into your face and it would like match the color of the screen and all that like shit. Like soaring over California? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're, like, right. you're in a harness. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's face. like that. Right. <laughs> it's like that, basically. Yeah. And, and they try, like, it was always at every game industry event for years. Mm-hmm. They would always buy these huge booths and yeah. just it never, no one ever bought it. So it what eventually. Was it called? 
AMB. It was AMBX, and it was pronounced AMBX. Sounds like Sweet. a pill. Sounds like, yeah, it yeah, does. Sounds yeah, like yeah, an extreme yeah. to me. An extreme yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I assume that's how it's pronounced. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what you. That plus Oculus Rift equals a reckless disregard for gravity. Good. The version. cool version of this is that Microsoft Illuma Room thing. That technology. Oh, yeah, God. Oh, right. Where it like extends awesome. out of the yeah, TV. The I actually, it's so funny that that company doesn't know the good things they have. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. God, like it would be like songs. Yeah, I think you told me about that. I remember songs. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. though. I it's love songs. It's so Smith. fucking bizarre. Yeah, it'd be like being a chef and being like, "Well, I have this stale peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but like I can cut up into a bunch of little pieces and people can share with their friends." Or I have this one perfect filet mignon back here. Oh. I better give out the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like, that's what it feels like. It's viral. Yeah, it's viral. People yeah, it'll <laughs> yeah, catch yeah, on. There's a virus yeah, in yeah. it. It might not be as good. Ugh. Mm. But more people can have it. Ugh. Sorry. <laughs> so, Nick, you used the Rift. I did. That yeah. was the Rift. Did you win? I actually got fairly excited uh, in the run-up to the Rift. I run up to the rift, but then the rift itself. And I was like, I I knew, like, they were like, oh yeah, I have a rift, and I was like, oh yeah, like Uh, I actually. Did you like meet this? Hopefully for the entire drive, you just made weird sounds. You know that Oculus? Oh, this could be awesome. I got some Oculus if you want. You got you got Oculus? Yeah, man. Let's get out of here. That's what it was kind of like. So that happened. Wait, what did you? Go on. Yeah. What did you experience in the I rift? experienced a pang of of it was it was sort of like opium. Like just a pang what? in my <laughs> keep going. No, 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 no. As, as if we no, let him continue. Cheers, <laughs> As you probably imagine, it was a little bit like opium. <laughs> it was that pleasure center that like, you know, I used to feel when I was sixteen when I would people would talk about <laughs> Yeah, continue. <laughs> let let me continue. <laughs> let me run this into the ground. So <laughs> you know, when when people would talk about like new console technology and shit and you just had that little brief of like, oh, I really want to play that. Or your brain's, like, oh, right. your brain's just like, oh, that's going to f- be a new thing. Oh, it's going to feel different. Like how like, right now I'm thinking about how because you can switch between three protagonists in GTA 5, I might buy it tomorrow morning. Right. Yeah, that, that thing. That part yeah, I, that yeah. never happens to me anymore. That's, and I felt it. I hate it that it's there now. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So you, uh, what? You, you used a rift. I did. You what did you in. look at? I went to a page that said top ten best rift downloads, and I downloaded them all and went through them all. And then uh, you're oh, okay. Surface. They were all yeah. like, okay, okay. There, there are a lot of um, just you know, basically tech demo. Thing. Like people are messing around and creating like weird you know demos and prototypes and things. Um, like Rift has its own backend for all this stuff, um, and so you just download all that stuff. And then I also watched the like Evan like the the Eve. Oh, I Valkyrie thought that was really cool. Video, I, uh, which I is there's like an Oculus Rift enabled video that you can watch, which doesn't really give oh, you the no. experience because it's not head tracking, but like it's still you get the idea of what it would look like um, in space. In space, the space stuff that you're like so interesting. Like there was a demo where you're walking around um, a house, and any time that you had, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah basic <laughs> house, get a little house, got some like bushes and things. Any supernatural entities no, inhabiting no, this no house? Any, any holiday ducks? No, no, no. Waterfowl? None of those. No, they had some bushes. Those are hats, reeds, no. masks. No, no. <laughs> a goose in a mask. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> there was a goose in Got a it. Mask. Got it in one. Hundred. <laughs> also, um, dishonored Christmas goose. <laughs> 
uh, none of that. <laughs> that joke lands for like seven people. The weird process. <laughs> Sorry, I had to go through and be like, dishonored Christmas announced goose. download numbers the... of X, idle yeah. thumbs members of X. Mm. That one's for you, Sarah Argadale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a. Uh, I'm not even going to say what I was about to say. I had a weird dream of Sarah Argadale. <laughs> <laughs> Just reminded me that I dreamt of Argadale last night. You dreamt of so one wait, of for our everyone readers. else. This she is like a PhD student who's just a fan of Idle Thumbs, yeah. and we talk. We're friends on Twitter with this. Isn't like our real life. But she's such I've a hung out with her in real oh, life. Hung out with her. We've actually met her. She's a presence in our lives for sure. Like a like like she's. Like a, like a like a ghost. Yeah, definitely. As yeah. of Wednesday, no longer a fucking listener of this podcast. <laughs> Which Clearly. is like a chill comes over you. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Isn't this one area of of, right. this, of this Oculus Rift demo? Yeah, <laughs> dreamt of Arkadale. I don't. I don't want to get into the dream. I mean, it's, it wasn't that kind. of... She was playing soccer, and she she came in like as a sub. <laughs> And we were, I think, I don't know if we were all playing soccer, but anyway, it was, there was a soccer team, I was on the sidelines, and Sarah Argadale got subbed in, and she was just scoring, like, amazing goals. Like, she was just, like, she would, like, do, like, a spin, and then there was one where she just tapped it in, and I just remember, like, her little, like, the flick of her foot. It was like foot, a saucy tap. Just, like, a saucy tap, just kind of, like, tr- trotting back over to the sidelines, like, whatever, I had that. Like, anyway, that was my Sarah Argadale. I love that everything you've I'm not going to tell about I'm not going to talk about this. Here is the dream. Here is the dream. I'm not going to. I knew you'd put my feet to the fire, so there it is. No, we didn't. We I think we're, there's 3D house. Okay, there's the another version of this podcast where there's a solid two count, and then we go, so tell us about the Oculus Rift. Yeah. Just so you know. That's the one that well, people kept listening to. <laughs> That's sadly the Dishonored version. We're in the Dishonored version. Yes. Not only did you come back, but you came back with a video game dream starring yeah. Sarah Argadale. Wait, that was yeah. video game soccer? Or no, what? it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't oh, video sorry. game soccer. It was real soccer. Sports dream. Yeah, sports, dream. sports dream. Game dream. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. The most beautiful game dream. Uh huh. The most. Isn't that what soccer is called? Dream. The beautiful game. I, oh, really? the beautiful. I thought game. that was. Yeah, I think. That's soccer. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I thought that was like <laughs> tennis. I think it's no. Well, tennis I mean, is the game with the best foley. We covered this. Which one is the sport of kings? Polo, I think. That's not right. I'm pretty sure it is. Water polo or polo? no horses. horses polo. Those kings don't swim. No. Kings like watch men on horses hit balls. Are you sure it's polo? It's not like horse racing. <laughs> the sport of kings. I think it's polo. We'll now mute Sean and Chris, and Nick will continue his story of the Oculus Rift. House. So I was walking around this house. I don't know. There, there's really not much to say because you kind of it's the thing you have to experience to understand you know whether or not it's something you're interested in. But. I was impressed, um, mainly... Oh, The Sport of Kings is the eighth <laughs> studio album by the Canadian rock band Triumph. That's what, oh, that's what, you're, that's what you're thinking of. You're reaching some kind of conclusion about this <clears throat> Oculus Rift. It's polo on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's all... Um, anytime you hit uh, an object that is actually close to you in perspective, that is when it is effective. So, like... So when there's an actual like diff- huge yep. difference in perspective from yeah, close yeah. to far away. If you're flying in a spaceship and you're seeing something that's really far away, it there's it really isn't doing a lot for you. Um, but when something like when you walk up to a <laughs> sunflower plant and you can just see the difference of the sunflower being here, and then you look down and like with if like I think some of these had you know like really rough like legs and arm um, like first person legs yeah. and arms, um, and you can actually look down and see like. The 3D arm, and then there's the, the the sunflower that's like coming up, and then you know like clipping through your arm. But like for a second, you feel like 
Like there is a weird thing well, that goes on in your brain. Like, 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 that's my arm. Perspective. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, yeah. Like, it's like when you're flying in a passenger airline and you look down at the ground. Yeah. It's not actually terrifying right. until right. you're sitting next yes. to the wing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Look yeah. At the uh-huh. engine and then your eye can focus past yeah, that yeah, to the yeah. ground and then you start barfing uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. That's yep. the. And then you go through a wisp of cloud. Like, oh fuck! Yeah, we're, we're going, going so oh, yeah. fast. Yeah. Yeah. Did that work well? I remember when I was a kid trying to figure out how airplanes went fast because everything on the ground goes by so slowly. And I'm like, God, this doesn't make any dumb. sense. I was dumb. <laughs> I was a fucking kid. I don't know. And then someone would <laughs> say, go parallaxing. And you're like, shut up. It was probably yeah. you. It was probably- <laughs> <laughs> uh, There's some bald, bearded nine-year-old yeah. in the front yeah. seat in front of you. <laughs> I remember when Jake had hair. Did you uh, end up playing? Yeah, it's pretty weird. I knew him. Did you end up playing anything Horatio. Like, just, like really, really, really dense? Like, uh... <laughs> Horatio. Yeah, I didn't listen uh, to that. Oh, you're you're fucking worse. You're fired. I'm yeah. Sorry. I'm not sorry. Go ahead, Jake. What? I don't remember. Oh, just don't worry about it. <laughs> I wanted. I, I played. I, I haven't put on a goddamn Oculus Rift, but I'm really curious about spaces that have really heavy, uh, like, gradation of depth. Like, mm. like even if you're playing Far Cry 2 type of experience, <laughs> you know, like. I mean, that house. So there was a balcony that you could walk out onto, and you had the balcony in front of you, and then, you know, things off in the distance. It wasn't dense enough from just a an actual like geometric. You gotta play a demo thing. that has like the three hundred grass sprites and the tree and like a monkey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like there there were moments of that. There's no monkeys in Far Cry. Yeah, that game doesn't have monkeys in it. Monkeys are in a tech demo though, for sure. With gold coins to show like some specular highlights <laughs> and stuff. Gotta the have the Donkey Kong <laughs> Oculus demo. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's the stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway, I played some space demos. Did you run my there special was one that... That's the Stuff build of The Walking Dead? <laughs> oh, my God. Did that we, go public? Have we talked about that on the we podcast? We haven't talked about that on the podcast. Oh, well, now that's the Well, time. now that's a good segue. This is the ultimate ruined podcast. No, it's yeah. not. This is the ultimate fine podcast. No, this is just the ruined Nathan cast mark, too. Go ahead. Explain That's the Stuff. <laughs> well, for everyone who listened to our QuakeCon episode, because we went to QuakeCon. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Congrats, Nick. Yeah. Uh, Nick talked about a weird dream that he had. Involving a weird friend of his. Do, do something um, like that on a podcast. <laughs> Strange. Yeah, words. Nick. Nick had a weird dream wherein he was playing The Walking Dead, but Sean or Nick had replaced Lee, I think. Uh, but the world was filled with spinning 3D Donkey Kong Country bananas. It was yes. Nick was Lee in yes. The Walking Dead. It was like the drugstore from episode one. Yeah, but whenever uh-huh. you touch a banana, it would disappear, and you'd get a point, and Sean's voice would say, "That's the stuff." Yeah. So I made a build of the game where that happens. Uh, <laughs> And I have a video. In, of like it. almost, you did it in record time. Like, he came over with his iPhone. He goes, mm-hmm. "Say that's the stuff into here." And I was like, <laughs> oh, "Dude, I'm, I'm fucking working. Oh, that's the stuff. That's the stuff." And then, seventeen minutes later, no, I, was like, I, I just hear I hear speakers at his desk. Go, that's the stuff. That's the stuff. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? You gotta make a game sometimes, like it's a real a good one. build. That's no, good. Yeah. If you were control the Telltale Games Twitter account. Maybe put that up on the internet. <laughs> that game data has since been thrown away, but the video persists has it? on my drive. It's been thrown away. Oh. I never checked that in. <clears throat> um, anyway. Yeah. I guess now's the goddamn best time to put that in the blog. Maybe it's not. It'll go on the blog one day. <laughs> yeah. One day. Idle Thumbs Live <clears throat> Show. Please right, turn off your blog. recording devices. <laughs> like yeah. at Comic-Con where you can't cell phone record the trailer at the Idle Thumbs live show you can't cell phone record Lee Everett picking up a banana <laughs> and that's the stuff and that's the stuff being heard um anyway yeah 
So you were whelmed? You were overwhelmed? I was whelmed. Um, Nels, when he was on when you were gone, reintroduced yeah. the buy it, rent it, skip it scale for Idle Thumb. So uh. I, would you, what would you... Would you rent the Oculus Rift? Would you make your parents put down I would rent it. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's a blockbuster uh, black case. You know, right, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, that's a total situation. Yeah, Wait, really? That's what it is? Oh, for sure. Is that because you think after a while you would just get sort of desensitized to the novelty and it wouldn't really be... I think I think that... Because um, honestly, that's how I usually feel about technologies like this. I'm usually like, oh, you try it the first time and you're like, this is crazy. Yeah. And then you use it like... A dozen more times, and it's like, okay, well, so I'm, just used, I'm just used to it now, and it's yeah. just a normal thing. I don't really care anymore. I don't know if you'd ever get used to it in the same way that you get used to a 3D movie, but right. I do sure. think that you would get maybe tired of it. Yeah, sure. Um, like, I noticed just in the hour that I was using it that, like, turning my head left and right, like, I was getting a neck ache. Like, that's, that's just so a thing good. that happens. Why do I have like, to move when yeah. I'm playing this video game? <laughs> Seriously, though, like, you know, after a while. Well, it's a classic like, Wii like, situation. Like, Zelda situation, yeah. Just yeah. like, uh huh. Hands at the sides, not moving. Yeah, it's yep. So that reveals that the true future of games will actually be when you can just plug Although, a thing into your brain and you don't have to. With have to Oculus your Rift, you can just yeah. slouch over. It doesn't even matter where you're looking. You can just be lying you in your bed, right? Your yeah. There's not a lot of things you do in life that force you to move your head a lot. Yeah, it's usually you know what I mean. That's true. Yeah, usually, well, even so driving a car, you just keep going the same direction. Yeah, except your, it, right, except when you're turning around, and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. when yeah, coincidentally, right before I came over here to record this, I was. I was getting drink with some coworkers and and you know my coworker Greg was telling me about an Oculus game he played that was like a space sim that was just made by one guy and he didn't remember the name so unfortunately mm, I, I don't know what it is. Oh okay cool. Yeah. Um oh is that okay so yeah, I've seen yeah. videos of that game but yep. I didn't I didn't connect the dots. And like you know he said it was a cool usage of the thing because you're just in the cockpit yeah. and you're still controlling the ship normally like you do with controls you know like you would with an actual ship in life mm-hmm. but you can look around yeah, in, you get that. inside the yeah. cockpit, right? Which it makes that, like which that. makes sense because they're abs- like they're separating the notions of like you as the player inside the cockpit and then the ship itself. Right. And he said it just felt really good right. to be steering the thing with a stick. And this, then, as discussed, is why quadrilateral cowboy. I know, be, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Oh, God, yeah. Would. yeah. If you just if you, you just look straight around, the whole time, like most of the time, but if you well, happen to look around, if you happen to look around, yeah. your guy would just look out of his VR headset yeah. at the room. Like, yeah. It would be good. Yep, man. Make that game. There was a space game where you're just sitting in a capsule and like classical music is playing and it just rockets off this capsule and you're in space and it's rotating around the Earth and then it heads to the moon. But there's there was like just a plastic bubble around your guy's head so you were in first in person. Helmet. You were yeah. within the helmet, but there was a wrinkle in the plastic mm-hmm. so that every time you turn, you just... This is a little just, distortion map. You're yeah. basically within, like, Alfonso Cuaron's gravity or something, and you just felt like, oh, man, you're... It felt fucking good, but I don't know if that would also just, you know, after a while, you're like, ah, there's wrinkles in the way. My view screen is But maybe it's going to be... Uh, <clears throat> Oculus Rift as is, like, the sensory deprivation chamber of the 21st century. Have you just... Yeah. Nick Have you ever done that? No, I haven't. No. I want to do that. We've so talked about bad. it before. Oh, I've never done God. it. I, yeah, I could see Nick. Actually, know it. I know a place. Like, getting like, <laughs> I know a guy. like the Ames chair, like the big, just fat seventies or sixties recliner, or you know, comfy, <laughs> like an Ames chair. Yeah, like an Ames chair. Putting on the Oculus Rift, putting on some Beats by Dre. Yeah. And oh, come on, yes. <laughs> you're gonna drain me. Nick hates like, the Beats by Dre. That's I why do. you're wearing them. Fine, you're wearing. <laughs> Whatever. I happen you're, to know that about Nick Brecken that he hates Beats wearing, by Dre. You're Kill wearing me. the Beats by Dre white label ripoff shirt, <laughs> sure. the exact same equipment, yeah, but yeah. have a little oh. like mahogany lacquer on them okay. with an old fashioned just in space in your Ames chair. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's your life. Yep, I would live that life. Yeah. It felt really good. 
that that demo. Yeah, I was just thinking of Chris the whole time because it was like, oh, and then mm-hmm. because, well, because it, with the Oculus Rift on, you start going around the moon. <laughs> you're just snoozing, like just oh man, going around the moon was like it. It was pretty impressive. I was I I have to say that I, when I stopped playing the Rift. I thought, oh, all right. I you thought like, life was a little bit like, dull. Oh, right. I want to like, go back into the. I want to live in the cyber universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to jack in permanently. Uh, anyway, that's 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 the Oculus Rift. Nick only rifts these days. Yeah. There Oculus was, Rift really is a full-on cyberpunk name. Yeah, it is. There, it is. <clears throat> they they did that, I guess. Hearing people who use the Oculus Rift and then want to keep using it just reminds me of this of a character in that game in the CDI game Burn Cycle, which is a cheesy like cyberpunk bullshit game. But there is a guy who sits in an internet cafe the entire time, uh, and he just has a, a fucking VR headset on. You can't yeah. talk to him. Like you poke at him, and his FMV sequence is a guy sort of just like shuffling, going back to sleep. <laughs> and uh, the way to talk to this stupid character is to get your credits allocated over to like cyber time and then go visit the virtual reality. So <laughs> oh, man. at yeah, some point funny. Nick will no longer appear on this podcast, but you can visit him in space. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Both doing it. I know. Both taking notes. We'll compare notes at the end of this podcast. Cool. Games. I played a shitload of card hunter. Oh, cool. Yeah. <clears throat> What'd you think? I love it. Except it's I uh, it's a free to play game and you're telling me you wanted to buy all the things I didn't I haven't I haven't spent any money okay so what is Card Hunter Card Hunter I don't know a what's this free to play game <laughs> It's a really okay It's a uh, turn based mm. card based strategy game that you play in browser. By a company called Blue Manchu Games. Okay. And it is ostensibly like a D&D campaign that you're playing. Like you're looking down, like the whole screen is basically a table. And you're looking at like an isometric view of like uh, a dungeon board. And you have little like figs that are on it. Mm-hmm. And then there is a, in the single player campaign, there is a like dorky DM kid uh-huh. who's walking you through these campaigns. Uh, and all that stuff is done. That's actually a guy at their company that they pay to run that campaign. Just so you know, I don't think so. It's it's clearly not. <laughs> it, it is not. It is not. It is not. <laughs> um, you should visually. I think you'd really like the representation a lot. Right. It's all things you like. Like your character sheets are on a clipboard in front of you and stuff like yeah. this, and all this. All that. The sort figures of stuff. are like cardboard. So cards, yeah, right? is They're this like actually in three D? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like it's real time three D. Like like a Unity plugin situation, yeah, but it's their own. I'll get this Rift Card Hunter. Mm. You could you could totally like look around the room and like see pizza boxes and stuff. But like that's a currency in the game where you can get more. Like basically, I th- all of the free to play stuff is mostly tied to. There's a couple things that aren't are tied to like they have like a narrative reason to exist. Like if you order more pizza, oh, so you get more so in Card Hunter, campaigns. In Card Hunter, really, and you have to pay for the pizza. Weird with dollars. Yeah. So there's a little bit of a weird abstraction where you're playing as an avatar who's playing a D&D campaign? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, that stuff is... I really like that aspect about it. Like, it's... It has a style to it that I find very appealing. Uh, it's also just a really well-made game. 
just as a turn-based strategy tactics style sure. game. Yeah, yeah. How much? How how often are you like hitting? Feeling like you're hitting the? I haven't hit walls? the wall yet, but it's it's shown me all the avenues at my disposal. Like it gave me a bunch of free pizza mm-hmm. that I then used to like unlock a campaign, mm-hmm. and then it like Melvin, I think is like the kid's brother who's teaching you how to play the game. He uh like his beefy brother comes in and goes you guys are playing my like D&D module blah blah <laughs> D&D like my, my whatever module you guys yeah. aren't even in the such and such club dorks and then leaves and it's like want to join the such and such club and then every time <laughs> you loot something you get like club loot, club loot so like I have to pay for that to get yeah. like loot like special loot mm-hmm. whenever I like finish right. a, a a section of it so it's 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 aggressively monetized hyper aggressively but it feels like it landed with like our people you know what I mean? Which I find strange. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's definitely feels like a gamer's game. You know, it doesn't feel like it's only, I mean, it's an in browser strategy game done. Like, and these guys have like good pedigrees. These guys are like yeah. extra play guys. Right? Uh, John Che, who founded the company, is one of the co founders of Irrational. Yeah. 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 That's right. That's, mm-hmm. yep, there's a connection. So it's landing with people who would follow that guy, you know? But it's a, like aggressively monetized free to play game, which is just sort of like w- twisting my brain around. And yet, but, um, you continue to hunt cards. Yeah, because I haven't hit the this isn't fun wall yet. But I see all the avenues, which make it, it does make it less fun for me. Because mm. the thing that drives me bonkers <clears throat> is I went, okay, fuck it, I'm just gonna buy this game. It's free to play, whatever. I'm just gonna buy the game. Like, just give me all the stuff. I don't care. It's thirty bucks, whatever. I would buy this game if it was thirty bucks on Steam. But then, like, I opened up the buy stuff button and the cheapest one was like get everything for 25 bucks and then it was like for 50 bucks get all this for 75 bucks get all this for a hundred dollars get this mm. and i was like wow that's so much fucking money Jesus. Like, i've never paid a hundred dollars for a video game yeah like in aggregate ever i mean wow i guess right like i paid 15 all those month months for, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but so that was like that intimidated me to the point of like there's so much more game here that I'm going to feel like my $25, which felt like I was ready to give them, is mm-hmm. going to be like... Just a drop in a the drop bucket. A drop in the bucket. Yeah, totally. So then I got freaked out yeah, and didn't do it. that's a bummer. That's the kind of thing that just makes me not want to play a game. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... Because so much of it is... There's like a terminology around it. There's like this like pizza currency. Yeah. There's this club currency of like... I guess that's part of like a subscription thing. Uh, I haven't explored that yet, so sorry. Um and then there's items that have like an energy currency to them. And this is the one that's totally feels even just visually represented in the game. It's like not synchronous to every, to the style and tone of everything else. Like it's just like, there are just certain weapons I can't equip until my characters have enough energy to do that. But I think there's probably a way to accelerate that sort of thing. Gotta get that coin doubler, but, uh, gotta get that coin doubler. It's just really strange. This is the first free to play game I've ever put in more than, 10 minutes into just to see what's going on yeah yeah, that's true i mean an aggressively monetized energy driven currency driven Mm -hmm. game like this yeah Yeah. um but uh i still really like it the thing Mm -hmm. i like about it is that you have like D D character cards and you find loot like swords and shit yeah and when you give it to them it just equips them a bunch of cards so like every piece of item you have adds like six cards to your deck but I like that mechanic a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's, yeah. it's, I really, I don't know, it's pretty good. But, uh, and there's a multiplayer uh, campaign. I think it's, I think it's like uh, PvP 
gosh, if it was multiplayer PVE, it might be. I don't know. I have not even clicked on the tab yet. Yeah. That would be awesome, and I would think we should play it. But yeah, if it is, I would be. I'd be really curious it. to see. What I mean, I would you like to in play it. Think about it, Chris. Yeah, it's as somebody who likes these sorts of things, right. not free to play games, no, I, strategy games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. turn based strategy stuff, like strategy tactic stuff in general. That's it's frustrating because I I like John Che a lot. You know, the guy who's in charge of the company. I like that style of gameplay. It's so so hard for me, like psychologically, to even start to want to play a free to play game. Because for for all the reasons you said, like I even if I haven't yet seen the thing where it's like for a hundred dollars, like I always just assume there's going to be some version of that there, and like it's so difficult for me to push myself over the cliff and be like, just try it, just see how it goes, like because I don't I don't really want to get involved in a game if I think there's not even a the potential right, it's like that I could into, actually get right, into it's like getting into like, a relationship with somebody you know is moving or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, it's okay, like that's why like I'm yeah. not, and so. I just don't – I don't know. I, but, I, but I've heard really good things about it. And again, I like the people involved right. and it seems cool. So I'll, I would – if I had like an excuse to get into it, like if it did have some kind of co-op thing or something, right. like I would – We'll totally do yeah. it. I'll actually maybe we should look. We should look into it. What yeah, if it's yeah. like Pretty a funny. certain beverage that you could buy in a store would double your XP in the game? Would that be the sort of excuse that you're looking <laughs> oh, for? Oh man, that would like be sick. Like the can of Mountain Dew that you're holding, actually, were you to then like scan a UPC code or yeah. whatever, pop off a top? Oh man, these all sound really exciting it's to like me. Like you already bought the game by buying that can of soda. Yeah, it's like you leveled up in the game. When you leveled up for real, yeah. When you leveled up your diabetes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Also, sorry, this is totally unrelated to this game, but you you mentioned a thing. You mentioned a thing in the game where like your your brother like barges in, or like, the, the DM's brother. The DM is like you're not even in the thing. For some reason, that like jogged a weird like twenty years ago memory for me of playing uh of playing Day of the Tentacle at a friend's house um, on his computer. And his brother, like, barging into the room and being like, oh, what's this? Some kind of, like, Maniac Mansion thing? I guess they're still doing that. And he just, like, slammed the door and left. <laughs> and it was, like... It was, it was a, wow. What? That's I know. Very, it was super um, weird. And I'd never... I never... In a parallel dimension where <laughs> dumbass older brothers are also adventure gamers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you know what was so funny to that? Like, I... It's like a bad, like, manga-drawn comic... Like, that just seems like a weird, God. like, fic. Yeah, it was super weird. Um... And I actually <laughs> did not. author knows exactly about the thing is. that they're making God. fun of, but there's no way that the character should know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. just a, a cr- like contrived <laughs> situation to set up conflict. That, yeah. Like, weird. Um, yeah. But I didn't even know it. I'd never heard of Maniac Mansion at the time. Like, so oh, he actually did you a service. Yeah. And so I was like, wait, this is a sequel? I didn't even realize it was a sequel. And he, I think, was at the age where he had kind of just – he, I think, was, like, much older. I think he was, like, maybe in college or, like, late high school. And, like – um, so he was like, what's this kid stuff? Yeah, I think he was kind of done with games already. Right. And so he's like, oh, I've seen this shit. It's like Maniac Mansion. They did another one? Because uh, he like saw the box or something, and I think it said yeah, Maniac Mansion Manic in Manic tiny Manic text. Writing, yeah. But I never knew noticed that or like drew any connections. Like I didn't know what that yeah, was. Like, oh, this, I, I see by them writing this here, this implies the game takes place inside of a Maniac Mansion. Yeah. But, meant Maniac's Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that was such a weird – like I was so baffled by that just outburst. This game is set in a Maniac's Mansion. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like Burritos Supreme. Oh, oh God. No, I meant <laughs> the possessive. I meant – Yeah. I meant the genre. Is, yeah. It's a, Maniac's a Maniac's Mansion. mansion. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. That's one of those so weird memories that is like – Dr. Brain, Day of the Tentacle, Maniac Mansion – yeah. 
Anyway, I've been trying to piece together this hypothetical, that, this guess, hypo- a hypothetical just... story to like make a joke about where this guy was actually just super into immersive Sims. Just like, oh, it's one of those maniac mansions. Oh, it's one of those adventure bullshit yeah. point and click games. And that now you can like. Oh, went back to his room and played System yeah. Shock yeah. 1. Yeah. Like, I was just trying to think of the right person. <laughs> his chair just spins and like then I his proto rift. Dude, you need a hundred two for that. Deal with it, Rift. I can't even run that up. Green light is just projected out on all sides and you see the matrix projected onto him. But then on his screen. Yo, I guess I played that when I was a kid. Yeah. This is just a. So I was trying to think of the person. In the industry, just Oh, I said I was trying to think of the person in the industry who that matches, who that could fucking oh, yeah. be that you could right. bump into, and you'd be like, oh. yeah. and like I couldn't think of anybody because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody's yeah, oh, mm. they exist. I know all the names are coming to me didn't work. So I was just sitting there listening to you tell that story and trying to figure out a fucking joke. Sorry, Sean. That's ah. fine. God, speaking of people in the industry. Goddess is apparently like Molyneux's game is actually you can play it now. Yeah, yeah I bought I it, it, but you I, son of a bitch, by the way. What? What? Okay, so I had lunch with Nick yesterday, and yeah. I was like, "Hey, man, Goddess is out." Because like we have a like Nicky's and he, Nick and I sit next to each other at Telltale, talking about Molyneux from time to time. Just <laughs> getting the Molyneux. You're the reason that Molyneux fucking interview happened. Uh, that's right. That's really funny. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> what are you what are you building up to here? Oh, what are you talking but, about? So I brought it up to him because I was like, Oh, Molyneux Brecken, like God, I gotta talk about this. Like, oh man, Goddess is on the early access. I've got it. And he's like, No, I didn't do it. <laughs> and that was his entire assessment. And I was like, not why, or like and I literally so just downloaded it. Like I, I downloaded, yeah, I hit download yeah, yeah. and walked across the street to the cafe. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, I got da- goddess downloading when I go home. And he's like, no, I didn't do it. I'm like, Let's play fucking so card let's, hunter. Let's <laughs> Wait, like, so what are those maniac mansions? <laughs> like, I'm so easily <laughs> swayed. Oh, it's like one of those baby god games for, like, yeah. baby demigods. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was so a time when it's like going to a movie. I used to say, like, oh man, gonna go see whatever tonight. And inevitably, somebody on Twitter would be like, whatever's fucking stupid and overrated. Yeah. Like, I bought the ticket already. You son of a bitch. Yeah, don't tell yeah. people on Twitter what you're going to do. I know. I've, I've learned. This is this yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt like I was safe with Wait, so, so you played Goddess and you're not into it? I played it for half an hour. I didn't I, you know, I didn't play it to the end of whatever the progression of it is. But, um, yeah, not a huge fan. Did that guy fuck with you? The guy who found the cube? <laughs> no. Here's the thing, right? Like, I asked. I was talking to somebody who is, like, up on... Where's that cube lord? I was like, where's the cube, cube guy? Where's like, cube lord? Where's cube lord? <laughs> and apparently, I could be wrong, but it sounds like the guy has very limited power. And I want the version of this game where, like, you load up the game, and it's just, like, his face... You want to see a... In the, like, like, the, the sun, sun world. Yeah. I want to see... Apart. Right, I want to look up and just see the Teletubby face, but it's just that guy's face. And he's just <laughs> staring down at me. Yeah. <laughs> And just, you know, Ganon? things are, like, getting yeah. fucked with. Just Gainer. Yeah. Oh, right. Gain, return of Gainer. Yeah, you, you I just talk, want my world to explode. You want him rent, to be just, playing it on yeah. Vita. Yeah. For him to be touching his screen and you get the tear uh-huh. in my hand. Literally just right. fucking tear your entire world yeah. apart. And then it says, God. Just the globe mode where you can just see his hand just, like, you know, tearing up entire worlds. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. Well, no. it's, it's, al- it's in alpha. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe right. that's coming. They don't support contest uh, winner yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's in, it's in, 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 it's it's in the patch notes. Really, pa- yeah, pa- like a really yeah. like, innocuous patch notes. And then just, oh, 
the no, game. that's what it says. <laughs> what it says, contest winner supported. Yeah, well, it's, there's a line in the notes that's like, you know, the guy is is not in yet. Like the, the oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. so oh. it's not. You so can't criticize that yet. Yeah. Well, no, but but I mean, what they've said about what he has, what he has domain of. Oh, you mean you? It's just like he can change the number of resources that are in the world. None of it's just like he can destroy your experience. It's like that's what you wouldn't actually want that for real. Yes, I would. What if the you only want it as an idea? What if the secret objective? Eve Online is that. So it's not. No one has that much power individually. Uh, they so, have to like marshal thousands of people, right? Uh, okay, you're saying all the things that you need to be saying, though, because like it's a stupid example. But in Pikmin <laughs> Two multiplayer, there's that one level that has the huge fucking bug in it that's so big that it can't fit on <laughs> right. screen. Yeah, and it's just a menace. It's just an obstacle on that level. But yeah. if you decide, okay, we are going we're to put th- aside our differences we're put temporarily. Aside our differences, right. We're going to build our armies up to fifty each and throw every single one of them yeah, on yeah. supercharge yeah. and take that guy down. If Goddess actually just was, there's <laughs> I one think it, guy. So that's just right. what the game would be, though. Yeah, at that that's, point. that's what it should be. <laughs> like I was talking about Thumbs fan. A Thumbs fan asked me, like, "What is the deal with this game?" And I was like, "Oh, it sounds like he doesn't have a lot of stuff he can do." And like, you know, the guy, the contest winner, he was like, "Oh yeah, it should just be a game where you have to like overthrow him and like everybody has to like rise up and take him down." And I was like, "That's exactly what that should right, be." If everyone is basically like, playing populist to get to a certain uh-huh. point that you then have some ability that you can like yeah oh yeah society's at a high enough point that you can then distribute. Right. I love that also also the guy you respond? just give the How does guy that work? you can just give the contest winner a reason not to piss you off right like you could actually make it to his benefit it's to not kidnap his family <laughs> <laughs> do not fuck with us <laughs> God. yeah <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, does he respawn? Who cares if 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 you make it so that you actually kill that guy? Like oh, yeah. in real the life, contest winner. Who cares? The guy who overthrows him, the guy who throws becomes the, the new, final blow, the new goddess. Yeah. The new goddess. Yeah, I guess that's. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I guess that's just as fair as the one guy who their <laughs> server like click. arbitrarily determined. Yeah, but I mean, there's like probably too. fucking thousand people who clicked right. really at the same time in life. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. whatever. Yeah. 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 So, Peter Molyneux, if you're listening, and I know you are, <laughs> hopefully that's what your game is when it hits 1.0. Also, go back and listen to The Fable of Love by Chris. It's a great song about you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway. I don't know. The actual game feels very free to play, actually. It's, uh, it's, um, Curiosity inside the cube was amazingly free to play. It was gross. It was like, buy yeah. a bigger yeah. finger. But I mean, you know, you, you exp- yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> God, no, this game should not be free to play for anybody but the contest winner. And then he's like, I can oh, buy man. bigger fingers. Oh, yeah. There yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. But it's like $1,000. Yeah, it's like $10,000 finger. Yeah, yeah. Just, God, that, that would be the actual this way at this point. If you could buy your way into being the Lord, well, but it was like fifty grand. Oh, my God. People would do it. What would actually inevitably happen then, either through the metagame or game. through the actual features, is Goddess is not free to play for you. It's free to play for him. Crowdsource new upgrades for the god. By, by, <laughs> That's by what, yeah, yeah. You crowdsource it. Yeah. No, you crowdsource. No, no, no. Password, you, cr- he, you crowdsource debuffing him. Oh God! Oh, you've made you're making it real. <laughs> oh, that's the actual way. Oh no, yeah. gross. Everyone bought in today, so he's got half XP. <laughs> he found that fucking mountain dew can and he neutralized he's just a baby really he's a baby do, um, and then he just slowly grows into a lord and you have to just basically like, well that's like a tug of war baby lord tug of war where yeah, you, yeah. all the players are, constantly are pulling him towards the baby yeah. end and he's <laughs> just paying to go towards the, the lord upgrading end. his cage <laughs> imagine baby lord goddess <laughs> This is the absolute worst yeah, game that terrible. we've hypothesized. Yeah. And yet, it's that far away. <laughs> There's a decent version of it. 
Probably. There yeah. really is. I mean, the, yeah. the core concept is actually... The core concept of a baby lord yeah, is pretty it's appealing. Cool. It's so it's funny. Good. We all imagine just, like, the world being absolutely, like, just terrible by a real person's hand The idea that there's some oh, city oh. disasters, but it's just a right. guy deciding to swipe across the screen is yeah. fun yeah. to me. I That's don't know. Cool. Yeah, there, just, there would have to be a way to keep it from just too. being pointless. You know, like, you need... Ways yeah, to you get let that and like, rise up and defeat him. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But he couldn't just sit there and if just you, like, like dismantle build your up whole your world. religious leaders to the point they could put a weird bubble up so that he couldn't actually get in. Or I don't know. You could just do weird stuff. The thing is, also, I mean, it happened just instantly. rise up to the point yeah. that you then yeah murder him. If you only yeah. got access to your world for like literally two seconds, so just one big finger came through and you're like, no God, and then he's gone. But then it zooms to out somebody else's. See you know? across the material plane, just there right. is just a streak. Right, right. Yeah. So like even uh, hit, like, and then there's a timer, you know, yeah. like 24 hours yeah. to next arrival of baby. It would just Lord, hit like a know? thousand <laughs> users at the same like time. The shadow just you know? descends. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shadow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to team up with the planetary annihilation guys. Combine them into. Planetary Annihilation? Yeah, they just got to combine these games into some crazy, yeah, like... Yeah. yeah. You can zoom way out in that game to, like, the galactic level and then zoom way into just, like, a planet. Mm. You zoom all the way out and then the sky uh, through atmospheric haze, that guy's face just sort of yeah, starts right, shimmers when you get it, far yeah, enough right. away. <gasps> mm-hmm. What were you saying it's about like oh, the It reminds me of that TF2 um, achievement farming troll level. Oh, where the huge cat Oh, where just up. everything, yeah. The cat uh-huh. comes back and emits bees and lasers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. God, God, there were a lot of those levels. Oh, were, oh. So that good. cat one is the best. That was a shitty era. Does that still happen in TF2? Oh, no. You, you, we've talked about the trolling version of this, though. It's an achievement idol level. It was someone took that map. Oh, you told me about this. I didn't encounter it. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, you didn't encounter it in your TF2 idling days? <laughs> well, no. I mean, I played. I there was a period of a few months where I tried to play TF2, but then there was a phase where it got... I don't know if this is still happening, but it was like totally overrun with achievement farming maps. They actually just in the last month or two adjusted their policy on idling really actively. So they have metrics now that determine that you're playing the game. And I wasn't idling. I was... and stuff. No, no, no. But achievement whoring through idling and stuff was oh, a big problem oh, okay. for a yeah. while. But that's where this idle trolling map <laughs> thing showed up where it looks like a TF2 achievement idle uh-huh. map. But then... A sprite of an angry cat that's like the size, like thirty stories high, rolls up out of the ground, uh, and then its mouth opens and thousands of bee sprites pour out, and then it starts shooting lasers and the level starts exploding. And people just went apeshit, but then someone figured out that you so can good. kill it, and then people Whoa. started using it. So, that's awesome. Um, yeah, that was like four it's years ago or something now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that video. That's pretty awesome. So Take note, Molyneux. <laughs> Go play that cat BETF2 achievement idol boring man. I bet he would like it. He probably would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He would, he would be, yeah, he would love the creativity He did an entire Game Informer article about fart apps on your telephone, so. I was he'd, standing he'd probably be into there that. for that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally standing right next to him while he was saying all that stuff, and then yeah. I kind of got to go. <laughs> <laughs> did yeah. you at least fart? I probably I farted a lot in that interview. Actually, I was super gassy. Whoa, <laughs> that was a good thing to be able to just Behind immediately scenes, respond with. Yeah. I just remember I was just like, I don't want to be smell me farting. <laughs> so, are you saying that with your farts, he knew what was in your heart? That's a lyric he, from the Fable of Love by Chris oh Rainbow. Check it out: thumbs.net slash extras slash music. I neither confirm nor deny his his, <laughs> his ability his to inspect ability your heart. To inspect <laughs> my heart vis-a-vis his olfactory oh, man. senses. That game, Where Is My Heart, that reminds me, is coming out on uh, on PC soon. What is that? Like, it was exclusive to, to PlayStation, like Vita and PS3, I think. 
Um, it was it was an indie game made by Deguta Fabrique, the guys who made oh, yeah. like uh, Button and Jazz Joust. And uh, What's this deal? it's like a it's a crazy platformer where the level it's really inter- it's weird. It's it's kind of hard to grasp initially. The level gets divided up into a bunch of of like small subsections, yeah, like. It's like a Super Meat Boy style level where the whole thing fits basically on a screen or like theoretically would. But then the screen space itself is divided up into a bunch of rectangles and like rearranged. But when you – but you're still traversing the way you would traverse. It's like playing a video game level but through like a weird broken mirror. Exactly, Mm -hmm. yeah. And like eventually you get the ability to like cycle them around and rearrange them and stuff. Like it's it's weird. It's it's, – it's just a crazy fractured platformer, but it's kind of fun. And I, I remember when it came out, I'm like, oh, it looks cool. I want to play that. But it was only on, it, it was only on PlayStation systems. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. It'll probably come out on PC eventually. And now it is. Um, and I played it actually. At, that was the the sole game I played at PAX, um, which I forgot to bring up because um, I just didn't have any time to like go to the floor at all. But I just, I once I got up and went to the indie mega booth, and that was just the game I what ended was up it playing. Again? It's called Where Is My Heart. Okay. Um, I guess the Good for Breek has like multiple teams. Okay, um, in addition to Joust and stuff. Yeah, right. Um, Joust. Yeah, this is one of their other games. Uh, it's cool. It, it seemed fun. Sweet. I just remembered that because someone said heart. Anyway, mm-hmm. go ahead. It was mine. Molyneux was looking inside of it. With oh, his right. Nose. Right. He's <laughs> following his nose to my heart. You guys want to take a break? Mm-hmm. Take a break? Sure. Cool. Through my butt. Huh. Hmm. Video games. God, this sounds amazing. So apparently there's a thing like a... Um, We're burning Dota today right now. We are. We'll just do a micro Dota today. I'm Sean Vanneman. And I'm Nick Brecken. And this is Dota Today. <laughs> okay, so what was this saying? Amazing news. Uh, there's this weird thing where you can... Um, I don't know if it's a plug-in. I, I missed the beginning of the story, but like I guess... Uh, you know what? It probably it's probably just an application that you run outside of Dota. But so I guess you can um, you can download this thing, and it will um, it will basically do what they do for poker, where uh, you know as the as the um, uh, you know the river cards are coming out, it's calculating your odds of uh-huh. your deck. It's doing that for picking uh, heroes in captain oh, mode using Dota buff using knowledge. yeah using yeah. using actual statistics. So like it will just sit there. And Herman played with it twice last night. And said that of um, uh, of of, like I think his the first time was like an eighty six percent chance he won. Mm -hmm. The second time was like eighty two percent chance he won. Like you know, obviously that doesn't mean shit, but like it seems like it's a legitimate tool, which is weird because you know I guess it's something that everyone's just gonna want to use now. Otherwise, you're you know potentially just gonna end up optimizing after the first pick, right? Um, what do you mean after the first? Well, it feels like if somebody picks. Spirit Breaker, then the, the tool is going to know. Oh yeah. The, okay. These here are the f- best heroes to pick against Spirit Breaker, yeah. and then they're going to yeah. pick one of those. But it's playing then... off of bands too, right? So like you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's it changes everything. Nick Herman needs to be on Dota today. Yeah. Anyway, there's a mid lane. Let's be back. Are we back with interstitial robot news, Chris? No, robot news is part of reader mail. Is there a reader mail about ro- the robot news that Chris there's, has? There's nope. a there's a robot news. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, sort of. No, Nick, you guys wanted to talk about a game that you were playing. 
Oh, yeah, super, not Dota. Super hot. Super, super hot. hot. Super hot. It's a super Unity first-person shooter that you can play in your browser. Yeah. Uh, it was made for, I think, the seven-day FPS challenge. I, I think it wrong. was. I think it was. Sure it was. Um, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It's all over the place. Just Google super hot. Um, and it's a game where uh, the time only scales when you move. I mean, it, it, it don't, you know, time only. So it's it, like that one braid game type. But, yeah, but yeah, it's braid. It's, it's a first-person first shooter braid with with the braid mechanic. Um, it's awesome. Which is really like there. It, I mean, it just turns playing a first-person shooter into basically a puzzle, uh, like a spatial puzzle, where you know you're in a. So court. These guys were already hired by Valve. They're already making mm-hmm. Portal Three. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, getting that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, there's like a corridor and three guys at the end of it, and that's like best. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's best really one. the best. It was the best moment in the, in the demo, but. Um, uh, you have to reach a gun that's in the middle of the corridor, and so they're firing at you. So basically, uh, you're sort of zigzagging, um, dodging bullets. You grab the gun, you fire off three rounds, and they all drop at the same time. Like it's you know it's good, but it takes you a solid mm-hmm. thirty or forty five seconds to get to that mid gun. Right, you're moving. You're like taking a few steps and seeing where their bullets are, and then yeah. going left or right. Okay, I'm gonna take a few more yeah. steps. Where are their bullets? Yeah, I mean, yeah. their style is stark enough that you can see the bullets coming. You know, it's like bright yeah. red. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's, all, it's, 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 it's just solid color, basically. Yeah. Do yeah. You, like, how long did you actually complete what it, what's available? Because it's just sort of a. It's almost like short game, almost a dem- proof of concept demo. It mm-hmm. sounded like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was it was basically a game jam thing, I think, and yeah. now they're fleshing it out. Yeah, I mean, you can blast through it in a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, but it's fucking cool. It's good. Yeah. Super hot. The concept was proved. Cool. Yeah. Keep Sweet. me into playing. Don't play it. Yeah, I will it play it. Now. Seconds. Good. I only. I think I only was You'll aware really this like existed it, like earlier today. Maybe I thought no. someone mentioned it. Yeah. No, no. I mean, no. I just me personally. I, oh, I, oh, I, I, I just. Know. I'm just saying. Like, I hadn't even. I wasn't even aware of it until. People talked about it a lot last week. I think. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, like Wednesday maybe. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I downloaded this. This is a stupid thing to bring up, but I don't care. I'm gonna bring it up anyway because I like it a lot. I downloaded this app that is like, it's like a companion to Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. It's like a companion. Period. I saw. It's like an I app. Oh yeah. It has, app. Yeah. It it's like, awesome. It, it has incredible. It's super cool. It has four different performances of Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, and they're all like synced to an incredibly detailed degree so you can watch the actual score like go by in real time synced up with the music and you can switch between any of the four performances like at any time and it will just seamlessly um switch the audio stream and like adjust the playback speed of the of the score to match the tempo of like each particular recording it shows you um, a whole map of an orchestra and yeah you can switch between the score and like the map of the orchestra like, yeah. yeah oh my god like when the like cellos are, are yeah, playing like their so cool. section like blinks up and and stuff and like there's sort of liner notes that progress throughout the whole thing where people are it's like sort of being analyzed in real time i mean obviously someone wrote it all ahead of time mm-hmm. but like and then there's a whole section where a, whole, a bunch of various conductors and performers just share their thoughts about the ninth symphony and like it's, there's a bunch of super fascinating stuff. There's some like just amazing. Um, there's some amazing stuff from uh, Leonard Bernstein, and like it's just it's just cool. Like I I uh, I I listened to it. I've listened, I've gone through the entire thing like twice so far. Um, once on the plane on the way back from Boston. Oh, I was in I was in Boston. I gave a keynote address at a, the Boston Festival of Indie Games over the weekend. Uh, that's what I was doing. Nice. And um, uh, and on the way, and I bought it when I was over there. And I I listened to it once in my hotel room just at night, and then again on the plane on the way back. It's so awesome. It's such a cool thing. Like, it's such an amazing piece of music just under any circumstances. 
Um, it was really cool to, to see it um, treated so well because a lot of times I feel like non-game, well, game apps sometimes too, but especially non-game apps are off, often like, you know, they're they're not made with like a high degree of style and care and like kind of robustness. Sometimes they are, but it's definitely not assumed that that An will be the case. Slash informative yeah, about a piece of ex- classical exactly. Music usually doesn't get and, that level. Yeah, and this feels so solid. It is such. It just feels really well made. Everything about it, like it's visually so much of a nerd. Beautiful. I, I was watching the trailer for this, and I was getting really excited about it. And then I looked it down and saw that it was basically a year old. Like the trailer, and I went, "Oh, okay. This pro- this trailer probably has a million views because this is incredible. <laughs> like two thousand views. <laughs> it was uh, just like nobody bummer. probably has bought yeah. this thing. Like it's probably uh, just one it's of those like, things on the app store that's you know. Well, they, it's, it's a weird. Or something. Um, yeah, it's, it's just called Beethoven's Ninth, I think. And like, um, it's funny because it's free to download, and you download the entire thing, like all the content it downloads, but. It does the classic like Xbox Live Arcade demo thing where you get to a certain point. I think it like you get like half of the second movement, which is like an awesome movement. And uh, and it gets it goes like halfway through it or so. And then it's like you need to unlock the rest of it if you want to keep playing. And it's like twelve ninety nine. Um, so you're saying all that content was on the disc all the time to make you pay for <laughs> Yeah, well, but it's great, though. I'm glad they did it that way because at the point you get to that, I'm like, right. ah, need to keep hearing it. And so I pressed the buy button, and it it was like, would you like to unlock one full experience for Beethoven's Ninth, which I guess is just what the DLC of right. the whole thing is called. It's called full experience. Oh, and so, you, but, so you, anyway, you press buy, and like instantly it just, the rest of it just rolls in his grave. Yep. <laughs> no, but it's, it's seriously like the mo- you know, I mean, there's that funny moment, but like other than that, the entire thing is treated with so much respect, and is it's just it's just amazing. Like, I mean, it's a piece of music that, music that deserves that much kind of respect and effort, but you wouldn't actually expect it to to be executed that well. And right. it's just like perfect. They just nailed it. It's awesome. Um, it was totally. Yeah, well, you got four like Buy awesome it. recordings plus like <laughs> tons of like interview stuff. Bye. <laughs> it was totally worth like thirteen dollars. I mean, I, don't know, I thought it was awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just an—it's ex- also just an excuse to listen to that symphony again. It's just unbelievably amazing piece of music. So anyway, Beethoven's Eighth Rent. No, Beethoven's Eighth is great too. Aro- Aroka, it's really good. Jesus. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to roll down far enough to when it, there are Beethoven movie sequels, then people will actually think that right. we're talking about things. Like, I mean, like Beethoven's Rent. Second. Yeah. Oh God, those the, are the fucking the movies. film, not the yeah, 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 yeah. Roll over Beethoven. Hmm. The one with the little puppy with the mohawk. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Wow, what was his name? That's what Chris is talking about, right? You're downloading like <laughs> the, the full yeah, Beethoven the, uh-huh. experience. Beethoven's Ninth is like just came out on DVD. Yeah, it's on Netflix it's, as well. Mm-hmm. You should probably shouldn't pay for it. It's on demand. CG. Yeah. Um. The Aroka is actually Beethoven's third. Sorry, I fucked that up a second ago. I didn't like that one because they recast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Judge some... Reinhold is not in that one. It's fucking uh, bullshit. Hopefully, he does give commentary in the Beethoven's Ninth <clears throat> iPad app, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think they left on bad terms actually. Mm. So, from the the Beethoven movies. The Beethoven franchise. Sure. Well, yeah. he was. He felt that. It, he, was, he felt he was misinformed. He thought that what he was going to be participating in is an interactive experience dissecting Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. Oh, like how Bill Murray accidentally joined the cast of Garfield thinking it was the other Cullen brother? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Almost exactly. He thought it was a sequel to Amadeus. <laughs> As written by Joel Cullen? Yeah. 
No. The guy, oh, oh, the other, the other guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. This iPad app is going to do for Beethoven what Amadeus did in Mozart. <laughs> I'm in. Oh, sorry. You actually signed up for the third Beethoven film <laughs> produced in 1993. What's an iPad? <laughs> that guy's life is really, really, really... That guy needs a fucking fire's yeah. agent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually living a sequel to Slaughterhouse Five, is what's going on, but yeah. it's okay. What living um, backwards? Yes, he's like... just, his life is just atemporal. Yeah. Um, are we going to do some reader mail? Yeah, we can do some reader mail. Uh, I hope somebody asks about so, '90s animal comedies. That's actually now we've just described what we've really described is the sequel to Being John Malkovich, which is the oh my entire story god, of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of that guy. Anyway. Um, oh. <laughs> Add that to the list of movies we have to write. All right. <laughs> Brian Little writes, Hey, Thumbs, long-time listener. Um, oh, this email is entitled Scary Robot News Cyborg Edition. He says, Long-time listener, the surgeon with the Da Vinci robot has given me the courage to speak up. I'm a resident at a prosthetics fac- facility. That is to say, I work for Deus Ex HR's Serif Industry, or I would if the majority of prosthesis were more advanced than the 1950s-era stuff we usually actually fit. The most popular prosthetic hand is a split aluminum hook that opens and closes with rubber bands and yep. has a yep. notch to hold your cigarette so you can still chain smoke while you're relearning how to feed yourself. <laughs> anyway, while they're... While they're <laughs> I had a biology sub like, who was around a lot because uh-huh. I had a biology teacher who was always gone mm-hmm. who had that. Mm, that with the notch the, the, did they smoke the, n- n- no not that I ever saw mm-hmm. but had the uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah the picture he was a cool yeah. dude we were friends so while they're rare I have I have played with and fit uh, computer controlled replacement limbs to missing people uh, some of the original body parts I have calibrated brain machine interfaces so if you want to know about how to become the thing you most feel or fear feel free to ask me anything Brian Little I don't know if there's much to ask, but I'm glad that he's programmed. What, he's what, calibrated brain-controlling brain interfaces. Brain-machine interface. Yeah. Yep. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Man, I got my own robot news to follow up on this. Uh, I was um, Calibration robot news. It's not a good story. But. I calibrated a robot. Uh, we, I was so... <laughs> the Boston Festival of Indie Games... <laughs> who fucking who? Yeah. It was held um, uh, on the MIT campus in, in Cambridge. And... Uh, my friend Owen, who um, actually he has a game coming out with with also my friend Dean Tate, um, who worked on like Bioshock and and Dance Central and stuff, and they made a game called Captain Bubble Knot, which I did the music for. That's coming out like any day now on iOS. But anyway, that, that wasn't intended to be what Speaking I brought up. Did you work on a Bioshock game? If so, you're probably releasing an indie game in the yeah, right. I know two years or an upcoming five. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, my my buddy Owen, who worked on that game, he got he recently got his PhD from MIT. And was part of the sort of MIT game lab uh, thing. And um, one of the things that they have there is this like $2 million robot that you can program with, with a computer. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a. But it looks big... like a fucking like, it looks like Danger Will Robinson robot. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it it does. totally it just does. It looks like that robot. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I got to go into the, the MIT lab and like control it with the computer. It's crazy. Like, it's. You can press a button and it will it, – it sees with a connect. Like they literally just bolted a connect to its head and that's what they use 
Are to, they going to upgrade to the new Connect One? Apparently, it's yeah. Apparently, the Connect One is like way better. It's got way better. Connect One. I'm sure it's called like. I don't know what it's called, but the Connect that's coming with Xbox One, one. or that you can buy for it. I don't know. Is apparently like really they good. They have to call it the Connect One. So three roads from now, they'll have the Connect Four, and then I'll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, robot eyes. Yeah. What? So you think the Xbox Two is going to come after the Xbox One? Just further destroying. <laughs> no, their... Hopefully, the Connect <laughs> keeps that version of Ringo. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but this would be the Connect Two then, if that were true. They can't do that. They already can't do it. You're already fucked. Um, but anyway, I think Microsoft has proven that they can do anything when it comes to numbering their models. That's, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One. They don't care. Um, I thought you were saying it was called the Xbox, Xbox 360. <laughs> that's the next one after. The, they have the Xbox, then the Xbox 360, then the Xbox One, then the Xbox, Xbox 360. Then what? The Xbox, Xbox One. I don't know. Xbox, Xbox, no, then Xbox. Xbox Two comes out, or Xbox, <laughs> Xbox Six, because like, oh, sure, it's actually yeah. Well, five. we can't. We got to compete against the PS4 or whatever. This is going to be. Xbox Five. Just, yeah, Xbox Five. A reboot that is just Xbox box. Five comes with Connect yeah. Three. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Mm. Uh, but anyway, it was. You calibrated. A robot. I did. I calibrated a robot and then made it like pick up cans and boxes and stuff did and drop them on other cans? things. No, it's um, it actually has. Um, it's what's called a safe robot, which means all of its <laughs> all of its yeah. joints are like you can actually you can. <laughs> this is what the guy says as he's walking. I know, I know, I know. Glass. It's like fucking. It's what's called a safe robot. It's <laughs> fucking, this is like RoboCop shit. Safety disabled. <laughs> huh? That's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's crushing his throat, yeah. like his trach is being removed uh-huh. from one hand as yeah. the, like can of orange crush is <laughs> just being completely just turned into molten ore. The tomato. Yeah. 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 So yeah. In uh, practice, what it means is that if you like grab, like if I think the robot you mean in theory, in theory, well, I mean, I did, I did this actually in practice. Like, if the robot isn't doing anything, you can like you know grab its joints and you can move them and they won't resist. Like that's compared to hydraulic robots. Well, I'll just let you do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's not currently engaged. Well. Um, I mean, there are a couple of blips on its on its right. mind computer, but those aren't to be registered. Yeah, sure. You don't really know what those are. <laughs> and then, but also, if well, it tries to, every one of its digits is actually yeah. a love meter. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the like when they were explaining this to me, they explained the like other kind of robot, <laughs> the danger <laughs> robot, which is like the hydraulic kind. Which <laughs> resists too. Well, yeah. so apparently, back. that's where if, you you if can't you, resist. Like the way that hydraulic robots work, like building up pressure. If you turn you if it. you turn them off, but they still have commands, right? They can better crush your shit. Yeah, when you yeah. when you flip them back on, it'll just speed through its entire thing, oh, and, like, okay. lunge and like flail around like a crazy <laughs> fucking like a crazy dervish. fucking uh, robot. Yeah, apparently that is like an actual thing. So if you broke it, that happens. Kill, and you're like, no, 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 and unplug it. The next time, <laughs> like anyway, here's our robot, and then he's just, <laughs> and he's just <laughs> yeah. Why the last guy programmed this to kill? <laughs> Yeah, but I thought it was a safe robot. <laughs> and even though, yeah, right. Even though, it's even fun. though this you is like program the safe robot to right. kill. I mean, I'm sure you could. So it's, you it's, turn it off and forget. It's a crazy thing to be around because it is so enormous and obviously powerful. I mean, you know, it's it's you clearly could actually fuck you up if it if oh it God. somehow developed the ability to want to. Um, <laughs> it's want somehow. God, this is a safe robot. It's okay if we just turn it off. And then you realize that the robot, the first thing that it did was weld the. Uh, yeah, weld itself into the power. Oh up. man! Also, there was a there was there was on the back <laughs> I of it. Think I welded like 
the safe placard to yeah. when you said that. That's what I thought you were going with that. It's like, no, the first thing that it did is it welded the safe placard to the unsafe robot. <laughs> we are both safe now. It had, on the, ba- on the back of it, <laughs> the small one was twisting my joints. <laughs> this walks away. <laughs> I don't know what it just means. Plants that one idea. <laughs> on Do the, what you will. <laughs> on the back of the robot, it had these big power cables that were like, tie, like had like the plastic ties connecting it to the back. And then there was just a little it note that said, off, that just said, it, well, it just said, for remote operation, cut ties. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> That seems a little. Uh, that was nothing to do with the robot. It was just an MIT lab tech breaking up with his like girlfriend, like right, in yeah. a really passive aggressive <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, but yeah. Those zip ties are actually all there, so that when that robot becomes unsafe, they can all snap off one uh-huh. at a time dramatically. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then the last thing that happens is for remote operation cut ties somehow just burns, and then the robot rips out of the wall. <laughs> it was and pretty it, crazy. It gingerly opens a door and blows through it. And that's my favorite, one of my favorite chips ever. Yeah. Um, anyway, it was pretty fun. It was weird and cool. So that was a fully successful robot news. That robot yeah, news contained no, that was, way more robot news than I ever thought. Yeah, I got all that robot news. So I guess now it's time for a real reader mail. I guess. I mean, it was, we, there was a re- that was real. Oh, yeah, no, that was good. That was really good. I forgot there was an actual reader mail in there at the beginning. Sorry. Um, All right. Ben Liu says, Gone Home is a period piece. Hey, Thumbs, did you know your podcast feed is blocked in China? Now you know. As a result, I've been working my way through a backlog of this past month's podcast. In episode 121, there is a reader mail about Gone Home and self-representation in games. The Psychology of Games blog actually has a really nice post about Gone Home's preternatural immersive ability, which evidently did not work on that reader. Um, this is, I think, Jamie Madigan's blog. It's at psychologyofgames.com. That guy's really smart. Um, he writes a lot of good stuff. I've read this article. Uh, anyway, the reader mail continues. One of the article's central points was that uh, domain-specific interest has a large impact on this type of immersion in transportation. Gone Home's target audience seems to be Americans who grew up in the 90s, and these players would be most affected by the game. Clearly, there's a significant chunk of today's game-playing demographic which fits that description, but this narrow focus invariably limits the game's audience in time and space. I'm not saying all games should be for all people, but I'm curious about your thoughts on the longevity of works of fiction that are so grounded in time and place. Best, Ben. P.S. I just saw Chris give a talk about specificity in indie games. It was quite impressive, and he should do more of them. Maybe someday Lord Remo will become the next Will Wright of giving video game lectures. I did not read this ahead of time, so I didn't know. I actually didn't intentionally select this email. If you had robot news in your talks, I'd be fine with that, actually. Mm. If you were the Chinese censor who had to listen to all the Idle Thumbs episodes and decide (laughs) that it was not fit for your countrymen's ears, please write us in at questions at idlethumbs.net. That would be fascinating. You probably can't write to that email address. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, right. Because of your own, because because of of the works of your own hand. Yeah. Find a safe robot and get it to do it for you. (laughs) Get it to manually override and whatever that means. This looks like your phone is just on a. My phone is a huge watch. Don't worry about it. Um, Jake's phone is sitting on top of his watch, and the watch bands coming out of each side just looks like he has a hilarious watch from like Idiocracy or like like a uh, Total Recall or something. I wear That's my like smartphone on my wrist. It just it looks like a thing that would have been in a movie of that era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Anyway, so, sorry. Oh, speaking of <clears throat> things of an era. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I thought that I I thought I feel like Gone Home. Um. Obviously, is benefited by being 
culturally by sort of coming of age in the era that gone home situates itself. But I don't feel like I don't feel like it's exclusionary. Otherwise, at least it doesn't seem like it would be for me. I feel like the, the more important themes of that game are more universal, um, and it's more of of just it's just flavor. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's I think like, like we kind of like there's this idea of a thing isn't for me because that's because we've become byproducts of the way we're marketed to where like if a move if a thing has these thematic elements then it's for right. a certain and that's like people. what nerd culture kind of almost is right, right. it's like oh yeah. they're making a transformer movie so i have to get super invested in it now and get angry because if it's, it's bad like it's weird it it's needs like to be self- for me it's, right it's a product like, of the, that distillation more than it is the actual thing yeah. like it's not like, like the game makes a political comment that is targeted for an audience you know what i mean it's really like i don't you know what i mean yeah, that that's true. But I mean, I think in the case of Gone Home, it's it still is completely undeniable that if you're a person who grew up in that era, that game affects you in a different way. That's still that's still a different thing than the game was built with the idea of trading on nostalgia. And I think that's where a lot of the yeah, argument yeah, yeah, comes. Yeah, yeah. Right. People see these specific moments and go, "That's not my life." Therefore, this isn't for me. And there are conversely, there are people who look at it and are like, "Oh, X Files tapes written in Sharpie," you know, <laughs> yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I have a weird relationship to that stuff because I I grew up in that era, but I was almost entirely either unaware of or disconnected from that actual category of culture. I bet your parents still have that kind of furniture, though. Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. They still did when I visited your house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> down, 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 downstairs we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny because our like our upstairs was all like IKEA or like whatever the equivalent was. If I I don't remember if IKEA was a thing, but but um. Um, the, the stuff that like Sam and Lonnie were into was not, none of it was stuff that I was into at the time or, or even basically aware of almost at all. Um, but I still, I thought the game sold itself well enough that it didn't so much matter if I specifically had pre-existing emotional connections to that stuff. And I more just felt like the game seemed honest and true, you know, in those, in, in the, in those details. Yeah. I don't know. Hard, hard question to answer. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Because like, I just like specific things, even if they're not, I haven't experienced. No, no, I, t- I totally thing. agree. And that's what I love about fiction in general. That's right. what I love about literary fictions sort of specifically mm. at, most of the time, um, is fiction that's told from per- very, particular specific perspectives mm-hmm. that hopefully if it's done well you know allow mm-hmm. you to expand the bounds of your empathy by yeah I, uh, I even just like less emotionally than that I kind of like like I, w- I would like someone to make a game that's like Gone Home that is not an era from which I live because I like playing Gone Home like I know that those things that are in that game are not 100% pulled directly from those guys live like the amount of detail that's in that is enough yeah, yeah. they just Playing it and knowing that it's from a time that is not now, I just like the experience of just going, wow, you guys lived this and slash or you really did your homework. And right. Yeah, it's historically yeah, totally. curated. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think that's, I think that's just interesting in and of itself aside uh-huh. from is this the thing I can directly relate to because it's my own personal experience. And I, I don't think that's an invalid feeling to have, but I think that that's not all that's going on in, in situations like this. And I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, games. Cool. Is that we, it for this week? I think we're, I think we're all set. If you have questions for us, write us. Questions at idlethumbs.net. Or follow us on Twitter, at idlethumbs. <clears throat> Goodbye. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Nick.
You're really good this time. I like you, Nick. <laughs> Welcome back, Nick. You oh, know, so good to have you here, Nick. I can't wait till the next Dota Today comes out. You can. <laughs> you, I listen to every Dota you Today. You must. You, last one? <laughs> you will yes. wait. But the International 3? Yeah. DotaToday.net. And you know what I also can't wait for? I think <clears> I'm not even going to talk about. Grand Theft Auto 5. With Grand Theft Auto 5, Rockstar have tried to reimagine the... O- oh, God. Are we going to play that tomorrow? We didn't I was even talk about that. Cast. But what I, I <laughs> dude, I'm just fucking ready to. That, Sun also Wait, rises. Did you read that? Consumed Nick? in my what? brain. Sun also rises. I'm ready to go. Um, I actually started a new book today. I'm like ninety percent of the way through. Uh, yeah, Road, Roadside picnic, the book that oh, crazy. the stalker games inspired. Stalker, yeah. It's weird. Um, and the film. Yeah. Oh, who's stuff. Ursula Le Guin? She was a. She's a. I don't know. Is she still alive? She was. She wrote children's fantasy, right? She wrote the foreword for this book. Oh okay, I'm pretty and sure it was a name I, I knew I, I was supposed to. Least... It, was, it was a book name I knew I was supposed to know, but I knew you would know it. I think I read one of her books when I was a kid. Okay. Now I want to look it up. But no, it was out of print in the U.S. for like thirty years. My friend gave it to me because he knew I liked video games. He said, "This is for you, dork." Yeah. And I was like, what? "Thanks, thanks." Play Gone Home. Yeah, it's for you. Mm-hmm. We done podcasting? What's going on in that building over there? Splashing light. Oh, it's photographs. All done. You would hear. Bye. (laughs) You fucking idiot! Fucking telephone.